Welcome back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. And today we are feeling great. Today is another wonderful day, and I am grateful for all of you wonderful Arsenio ESLers. I got to come up with a tribe name so then when I actually say the word, you guys will all come. You know what? I think that sounds really cool, kind of like a flock. But nonetheless, today is about critical thinking. I have three questions. This could be me just free speaking. But some things for you to also answer. Could be things that you could brainstorm. Things that you could discuss with other foreigners if you're trying to get to know them. You know, this is what's so good about these, uh, the, the variety of different topics that we have at our disposal. It's for you to break common ground with people and to dive deep and become an excellent uh, individual in terms of using follow-up questions. So, in this question number one, it says, which languages did you learn at school? Why do you think you learned these? So obviously me being born and raised in Las Vegas, I was brought up. And I'm going to give you guys a nice story. I can't remember. It had to be, oh my God, it wasn't second grade for sure. Now, second grade was, if I'm mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 1995 to 1996 was second grade. That was Miss Brown and Miss Luz. I had two teachers in one class, which was interesting, by the way, but they were two amazing teachers. Um, and again, this was a long time ago. Mrs. Hunter was my uh, first grade teacher, and she was already at the age of 60. So you fast forward that another 26 years, and hey, she could possibly still be alive. And I hope that one day one of these teachers end up showing up, such as Miss Pilgrim, my fifth grade teacher at Georgie Harris out there uh, off Boulder Highway for those Vegas folks who listen to me. And um, man, some of these teachers, I just wish I could go back and give them a huge hug, especially Mrs. Bass you know, sixth grade. But nonetheless, if we look at languages and I look at some of these years that I was back in school, it's probably around third grade. I remember seeing this lady on TV. So basically we had these, these pull out stands where we could put those old, and I mean the very, very old TVs. They were literally huge boxes back then with uh, bunny ears is what we would call them. Um, but of course they are formerly known as antennas or an antenna, right? So you have to put it and prime it in a perfect position so that you could get a signal. Oh my God, for you youngsters who are listening to me, baby, that was the life back then. God damn, we had to talk. I remember being in the 90s and I had to play with that thing to get a nice signal to watch TV. Oh my God. And of course, this is before cable TV, right? Cable TV, you didn't have to do that. But nonetheless, this big box TV comes out with these bunny ears, and we had a VCR, right? Video cassette recorder, I believe that's what the acronym is. And this teacher, I can't remember, but I'm just going to go with either Miss Welty uh, or Mr. Parvin. Mr. Parvin was, oh my God, babe. He was, he had long hair. This guy was, man, he was awesome. I mean, he was, his verbato, he had a lot of bass in his voice. People were scared of him, but he was actually an amazing individual. Both my brother, two years before me, and I had him as a teacher. And he, he or Mrs. Welty would throw this, v, you know, this cassette tape into the video recorder. And there it was. This specific program was called Fles. F-L-E-S, with, of course, periods in between the F-L, the L-E, and the E-S. 
And this lady, she would always say, hola, como estas? Bien. Me llama es bra 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 And I'm like, uh, okay, uh, Spanish. I didn't really know what it was, but my mom, she's Puerto Rican, born in 1958 in Neptune, New Jersey, man. And I'm like, mom, why don't you teach me English? She's like, go learn in school. I said, mom, why don't you teach me English? Go learn in school. And I said, oh my goodness gracious. I said, mom, Fles, 1995, 1996. Of course, that was the hip thing. But you could only imagine now what we have around us and how we could actually pick up languages. But I didn't understand how important it was in terms of learning Spanish. See, by the time 2010 rolled around, I was denied a many of jobs because I wasn't bilingual. I couldn't speak both languages, which ended up being a very, very big problem. And uh, of course, I could have like developed a blog or develop a website teaching dental assistants how to use Spanish in the workplace or develop their Spanish. Oh my God, I would have made a killing off of that. But I didn't have those uh, that entrepreneurial mindset at the time, right? So nonetheless, it was probably in 2004, 2005, 2006, my first teacher was Ostroumov. Now for those Russians and you Russian folks, that listened to me in Western Russia, man. You guys probably know that that is a Russian last name, but this guy had the most brilliant Spanish-speaking act. It, 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 you could tell by his eyes he was Russian, but I didn't know what Russian was. I didn't hear him speaking Russian to the foreign exchange student back into, uh, what is it, 11th grade. But uh, absolutely, with that last name, he definitely was. But it just felt like he was more part of the, the Mexican community that we had. But nonetheless, man, Mr. Ostroumov, um, I had him as a teacher, and then Miss Phoenix came around. Now, Miss Phoenix, her accent was absolutely appalling. Now, Miss Phoenix was like from Texas, okay, or some down south, okay, state. Not to uh, rain on anyone's parade from down south, but I had a student probably about five to six years later who again had that same accent as if she wasn't even trying to learn the language. Let me give you an example. Cassette in Spanish is casatera, right? So A is A, E as an E, or E as an E. So ca, se, and then te, obviously. T as in te, and then E as in E, ra. The R is ra, ra, ra. And then of course A is A. So casatera, casatera, casatera. And you know what? They were saying, Cassatera, uh, uh, Cassatera, Hablamos. I said, you know what? Don't even speak Spanish. All right? That is insulting to even say something. You're not even trying. If you were trying, then I would actually pull you aside and tell you to stop trying <laughs> and do because that was not cool. So I was learning Spanish for a grade. When I learned Japanese back in 2008, fall of 2008, with a Japanese professor, she wasn't teaching us the language. She was teaching us how to get, get a good grade. It was a broken philosophy. And so fast forward in to 2010, when I had, in the college courses, the majority of all college courses, I'm not even going to say that, but the one I took, the Spanish class, man, that was a, com that was a, comedi a comedic class. It just felt like we bonded on such a level where we just had so much fun and laughed our asses off.
but respectfully. Of course, we have the instructor right up there, which was, of course, a Mexican, uh, Mexican-American who spoke, obviously, perfect Spanish. But in two months, I learned more than I did from Liz Phoenix, Mr. Ostro Uov, uh, Mr. Ostro Umov, uh, Ostro Umov, whatever, and Professora Hache. Hache, right? So, because H is hey. What? Hache? Hache? But, uh, teacher Hatch, okay? Mrs. Hatch. And you know what? She wasn't really all that good either. So, I mean, I learned a lot of things along the way. So now I know where you guys come from, but I was learning Spanish. They should have taught us work-related Spanish. Like, what type of work are you going to be getting into? Okay, if you're in university, what do you need? Okay, you're in dental assistant. You need to learn how to communicate. To hell with writing. To hell with this. You need to learn how to communicate. You know, Hola, como estas? How can I help you? How can you say that in Spanish? Okay, come with me. Okay, please sit down. Where's the pain? Uh, adonde, adonde duele? Yeah, I think it's adonde duele. I remember that. Uh, and, and so these basic words is, is what I learned. But in school, they didn't teach me that. So it did not put us in a position to actually learn the language. And that's what's happening in Thailand right now. They're not learning English. They're learning how to pass a test in English, which takes away everything in terms of learning English. So this is one of the biggest problems that happens out here in Thailand is the fact that, you know, they learn a language to pass a test. You don't learn a language for the love of the language. So the number two, you would say, which languages do you think should be taught in school and why? Well, <clears throat> it depends on all the individuals, the individuals in the classroom. So if you live in China, you know that English is worldwide. So let's get to it. You live in Japan. I, I got a lot of folks out there in to uh, Tokyo and Nagoya, uh, uh, Sapporo. Obviously, you know, Hokkaido, um, uh, Yokohama, uh, lots of, uh, Tatsuno. There's a lot of different places out there in Japan who listen to me, but guess what? I can tell you right now that the majority of the teachers in those schools, even if they have a foreign teacher, what are they teaching them? How are they teaching them communication and life skills? No, they're teaching them either how to pass a test through a book or they're teaching them grammar. They're not teaching, they're not instilling the confidence and the leadership skills and, the, and all the soft and hardcore skills that we need to better ourselves and to become valuable members of society. This is no longer about learning a language. It's, uh, it's about you becoming the best human being that you possibly could. Now, yes, when I get into my business English podcast, if it hasn't already started yet by the, guy, by the time you guys are listening to this, yes, I'm going to be learning, teaching everyone the basic, basic, you know, fundamental skills of English language learning. But by the time we get to the upper echelon, uh, you know, series, it's going to be absolute fire. So guys, that's just some perspective. I think if you're in Spain, it, if you're in Spain, it's different because you're surrounded by a number of different uh, countries. So maybe Portuguese, because you might want to do some work in Portugal or even down there in Brazil. But those are the only two other countries that speak Portuguese, except for probably about five African countries, including Principe, Sao Tome and Principe, right? So if we look at other places uh, and other means of learning languages, I mean, it just, honestly, it all depends on the individual. See, I should have learned Spanish for the love of Spanish but I didn't learn Spanish for the love of Spanish. I learned Spanish to get a credit. 
and this is why I ended up hating Spanish until, of course, 2010 when I started loving Spanish. And then now, living out here in Thailand and hearing all these tones and actually learning Thai right now. Like, no BS. Right now, I'm learning Thai. But am I learning just general Thai? No. No, I'm not. I'm learning Thai for specific skills. And these skills are me literally taking a VIP van up to a place by the name of Korat which unfortunately just suffered a huge massacre. But nonetheless, this place, I'm going to be teaching TOEFL, but the students don't know English so much, so I'm going to have to speak to them in Thai. So I'm not gonna learn about how to say tree and how to say uh, dishes and this and that. No, 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 no. How can I go through with the conversation and learn all the vocabulary that is needed and how to explain to them? That is what I must learn. So. Learn English and learn whatever it is for your core genius. That's what I'm trying to encourage you to do. And the question number three, which languages are needed for a 21st century workplace? Now, obviously, you already know how important English is. Now, for those of you in America, man, you guys, I think you guys are like 18% of my plays, which is so funny because I'm like, damn, who's out there listening to me in Lawrence, Kansas, or in Lorraine, or in, you know, some of the smallest places out there. I know you guys don't necessarily need to learn English, but maybe you are fascinated. Maybe you love the way I speak. Maybe you're listening to the thought groups. Maybe you're listening to the rise of my intonation and the stressing of the specific words and how and where I place my emphasis. There could be a lot of benefits that you get from this. But for ESL learners out there, which of course the, the rest of the population, which I would say is like 80% of this podcast, you already know how important English is. Now, it's of course being interesting. Now that's going into the whole personal development realm, but how can you be a very interesting person? How could you always be remembered? I'm talking about if you go into a room with 10 people, how could everyone remember you later on that night when they put their head on that pillow and say, Boy, that was a very eloquent speaking individual in, you know, uh, in, in Nakagawa, right? For example, that's a you know, Japanese name or in, uh, I can't say Korean name. Sorry, guys. Uh, Singaporean, I don't know. Singaporean names are just, uh, Amy, there you go. Uh, you know, or, you know, God damn, I, I can't say Ethiopian names. Uh, you guys understand what I'm saying, but how can you be remembered? How can you, can you, you know, be in those meetings, right? Business meetings, which of course is going to be discussed when I go into the business, the free business podcast, but the premium podcast, it's already started up. Uh, but, you know, how can you navigate yourself through these different types of storms, perhaps even fear storms, fearful of how people might judge you? See, the, so important. Now, yes. Of course, with the emergence of the Chinese economy, although it has completely supplanted because of the fears or the growing fears of the coronavirus. Um, but if we look at everything from a grand scale, we know that China is the future. So learning Mandarin at some point is going to have to be very, very important. Now, myself, going down to the South Americas and Central America, Spanish is going to be something I need to learn, but Spanish is unbelievably easy to learn. I know conjugations very easily because guess what? I become everything I've taught. So now some of you out there are like, damn, so how can I learn this language? Well, guess what? Teach it. 
such as what I'm doing right now. I'm a teacher, or I was a teacher. Now I'm a coach, I'm a trainer, I'm a mentor, I'm a lot of different things. But I literally read it, I write about it, and I speak about it. The Stages, which the Stages podcast I did just recently, probably about two months ago, that's how I retain information. I've become everything I've read. I'm a sponge. And what happens when you sponge everything up? You could put water on a sponge, it'll leak out, but when you squeeze it, all that information comes out. So you know the, 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 the importance of the English language, okay? Now, depending on what route you're going to take in your life, if you are living in America and you're probably gonna go to Sao Paulo, Brazil to engage in some humanitarian work, or if you're living in Austria and you're going to be heading to England to engage in some of these business meetings and go to different seminars, how can you be that person that can shake the hand and say, hey, how you doing, man? My name is Arsenio. It is a pleasure meeting you. Excuse me, real quick question. Where can I get some food around here? You know, and they're going to giggle. They're going to laugh. They're going to smile. And then you're going to be like, thank you very much. I'll, I'll, I'll see you around, right? And the people are going to be like, oh, that guy's really cool compared to everyone else. He's really laid back. So again, this is all the business stuff that I'm getting into. It's funny, I'm getting so far ahead because I'm so excited about that aspect of it. But um, nonetheless, guys, <sighs> those are some critical thinking skills. So you guys have some work to do. What is it that you're learning English for? I'm your host as always, over and out.